0: How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues How Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject. I know what you're thinking. Day before the biggest day for America. What are we talking about election-related? Are we talking about the corrupt politics, the the uh, inequalities in uh, the systems that we have today? Are we going to talk about how nothing has been working for the last 30 years and how we need to have revolutionary change nah i'm <laughs> i'm actually uh going to reserve all of that for never because i am looking forward to just getting this day out of the way and never talking politics ever again because well not ever again but until my time comes when i plan on serving in the political system which will be for another 17 18 years but i'll be the right age i think at that point but uh what i wanted to talk about today is no shave november No, i'm joking uh though i i haven't grown this out in a while you know like a good bit probably like in five months or so and i'm noticing some gray hairs coming in in the goatee here right here in the bottom it's kind of cool i don't know you can kind of see it from this distance, but if I brought the camera in, but definitely going to let this grow out. Uh, I might have to, you know, trim it up a little bit uh, so it looks professional when I need it to be, but, like, right now, it's definitely looking bad. Like, I need a... This is, like, from a day of not shaving. Um, We'll see how big we can get it for uh, in a month, we let it grow in a month, but it gets pretty big. It's not... Too much. I wish I could grow like those epic beards that some people have, like the freaking dwarf-looking, massive fantasy-looking beards, like the just the the boss beards. But speaking of dwarfs, actually, this is what today's podcast actually was going to be about and is going to be about actually, and that is some nerdy stuff because uh, on today's Nerdtastical podcast, I want to talk about. Some awesome news. So I have been uh, talking about like distancing myself from this idea of politics and um, everything of that nature and to kind of uh, distract myself from it. It's been great to kind of get re-involved in the Dungeons and Dragons uh, universe and that in due part is because of a game that I, I talked about earlier this month. Uh, or last month actually we're in november so crazy to think about but earlier last month a game called Baldur was it oh my god i probably even talked about it before that maybe in september but a game called Baldur skate which is set in the dungeons and dragons universe and for those that don't know what dungeons and dragons is it's essentially a role-playing game where you play as a fictional character in a tabletop setting with other friends but because we're in a pandemic Essentially all of that's done virtually. Um but there are it's such a massive universe and it's I think it's been out for almost forty plus years, I think. Probably. Um and essentially maybe less than that. Forty years is a long time. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, forty years. I would say like forty something. I'm thirty three and I think it's been out since I was born. Probably like the late 70s early 80s i'll have to look that up it's a good fun fact to know but um it it, there's a massive universe in it essentially uh, the most popular is the forgotten realms which is essentially the universe that the dungeons and dragons setting most of the time takes place in but the cool thing about the rules is that you can make up your own universe and uh make up pretty much anything that you want to do. It just kind of gives you a core mechanic of how to play this game. Um, and it utilizes dice to play it. But anyways, before we get into, or like before I get into a tangent about something that I could spend a lot of time talking about, um, I, I I beat Baldur's Gate like multiple different ways. It's still an early access. Uh, if you listen to that podcast, I talk about how it's not a fully developed game yet, but they're releasing bits and pieces of it as as they're developing it so you can play it and kind of get your hands dirty and and feel um get the feel of, of how the game's going to be before it releases a full game sometime next year. But on top of that, another game came out called Celasta which is a developed by a smaller company, not as graphically intense, but actually lives as close to the Dungeons and Dragons rule set as possible, which is pretty great. On top of that, Um, I've been exposed to, um, these really cool adventures and I'm in the process of writing my own right now where essentially for those that don't have the ability to organize with groups of friends or groups of people, they don't have to be friends. You can play this with anyone, but groups of people, because you do need someone to create the story while everyone else is the player in this person's story, uh, and that person's called a GM or, or DM. Dungeon Master makes it easy for everyone. And essentially, um, the Dungeon Master, if he uh, if you don't have one, you really can't play Dungeons and Dragons effectively. So what people have done is they've written their own stories into novels where people can play them by themselves. And it's kind of cool. it's a cool concept. I, I've been trying out different ones because I had this idea of doing one myself. And I have a system that I've created that I, I want to see work out. It's, mine's a, a very complex, but it's very uh, interesting in the sense that you can play any... I'm making it based off of a fifth-level character. Anyways, I'm writing something at the moment as a side project whenever I have some free time. Uh, it's not much, but it's slowly growing into something. And actually, when I first introduced it to my wife... She was like, wow, that's actually really great. You're good at writing. And I was like, "Uh, really? And it made me think, man, why do I always go about doing these things as a player character? Why not ever, like, dip your toes into trying to be a dungeon master? And Because I've always wanted to, like, make my own character. Right now, or also on the side, I created a 10th level um, drow bard or half-elf drow uh, bard. That essentially I think is probably the coolest character I've ever made. And I really want to play him in a campaign. But I have to wait until I have a group of friends that are I'm able to play that with or to play that character with. Um, And I've always played from the standpoint of playing as a character. But I've never done it as a dungeon master. And I'm actually curious to see whether I'd be a good one or not. Everyone has to start somewhere. And... The only hesitation that I have with being a dungeon master is that it requires a lot of investment. You have to do a lot of research. You have to create a a storyline. You have to create a story and people are interacting with your story. It's very different than if you were to... uh, A lot of kudos to a lot of dungeon masters that are really good at what they do because essentially it's so much easier to just write a story but it's really hard to kind of be creative with your story and as people interact with it and then they come up with things that you haven't thought about You have to be very, um, very reactive and be able to think right on the spot on like a scenario that happens based off of what someone that's playing in your story is going to like propose and a good dungeon masters do a really good job of making it seem like as if there's no pause in the story that it's, it's natural. What they're, what they're saying is, is. Essentially, almost like, like they already forethought this, already thought about this scenario, but most of the time when people present questions, they don't think about all these things because it's hard to It's hard to like come up with a story that is that you can see multiple different ways people can branch off in their decisions. Um, but I was actually curious, I think I would be a good one, but first, I want to start off with this kind of get this idea going it would be really cool to like publish like this kind of fictional story where people can get introduced into Dungeons and Dragons because that's the reason why I wanted to make this was to make it as an introduction for newcomers to come into the game and if they can't form a group of people to at least try this out, you know get all the information they need to make their own character. you can find virtual dice rollers and essentially play through the campaign in this story, I think would be really cool. But to end on this podcast, some awesome news came out that I didn't even know about. Uh, I guess as I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos and Googling a lot of subjects related to Dungeons & Dragons, I have this, man, I've been having this craze for the last two months of just simply, like whenever I have a free chance to just be, delved into the Dungeons and Dragons universe more so than I think I've ever been in my life. It's so weird, but I, I'm not playing it at the moment. And I think that's why I'm getting so invested into it. Um, so uh, my phone s- obviously sends me related news uh, to subjects that I look up on Google. And I saw an article where essentially a TV show is being created by... What company is making this? Is it NBC? Some some uh, TV channel is coming up with a, a, a TV series based in the Dungeons and Dragons universe, which I think is so awesome because there's only like one creative art. There's a movie that came out in the 90s called Dungeons and Dragons, which is a horrible movie. They didn't. They barely like utilized. Anything from the like they barely use the proper stuff from the Dungeons and Dragons universe, and it's it's a really joke of a movie, it's pretty stupid, but I still enjoy it because I'm such a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons. It's like a guilty, um, man, that's not something to be proud of, by the way, because that movie it's like it's got bad reviews, it's just an awful movie, even by like nerd standards. But I still enjoy it because it takes place in that universe. And I I want a good movie to be made from the Dungeons & Dragons universe. But something I didn't know was that as simultaneous as this show is being made, a company is also uh, making a movie based in that universe. And I don't know what's going on, but this like craze is happening for, for like this content. I love it. I think this is so cool. And I cannot wait for, like, my daughter to be able to, like, talk, and I, this kind of stuff makes being a parent so easy, because whereas for a lot of parents, they can't, they can't fictionalize a scenario for their kids, it can't be, like, this googly guy, or, like, this, uh, like, monster, like, cute monster, that kind of stuff you get that you're that's what you're supposed to do when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's like try to be a character that you're not. And I feel like because of this stuff, it's made me be such a great parent when it comes to just that interactivity with my daughter. And I just look forward to as she gets older and as she like enjoys more and more of this. And when she's able to talk and and uh not so much read, but able to interact. I can't wait for us to have like our own little sessions where like I tell her a story and we make her a character for like what she wants and we go on this adventure and um I think what we'll do for that that will be narrate- narrated in a separate podcast style kind of thing where essentially um every week we'll have like multiple sessions where me and her are talking and she's, you know, reacting to certain things. And I think it would be so cool to have that in the future. So I think that's another motivating factor as to why I'm getting into this again is because it's bringing that part of me out uh, that I haven't used in a long time. Honestly, I've been so stuck being an adult that one of the great things about being a parent now is I get to be a kid again. And uh, it's a great feeling. I enjoyed my my youth and the things I did as a kid and... You know, I got to enjoy bits and pieces of it before I had my daughter, like with like the Star Wars and, and the Marvel movies, but, uh and then I was always doing like RPG stuff in the side, but like I never lived, like felt like I was living that every single day. I felt like I was putting adult life to the side for just a temporary amount of time and then coming back to the adult life, whereas now every second I have with my daughter, it's like exposure to being something that I didn't, I I lost sight of when I got, when I left my parents' place when I was 18. And so um, it's just great. It's just great to be a nerd as always. Um, And I'm so happy to be like getting myself back involved in this community. And, uh, I'm so excited to to like finish writing this piece because it, it's like allowing me to be creative when I'm normally not a creative person. My podcast allowed me to kind of get into that. And I know there's more stuff that I want to do, but I've just been so distracted by a lot of stuff in life. But eventually, I do want this to become something more than what it is now because, I mean, we're in the same setting every single time. I want to change that up. I have the capabilities of changing up the setting, but I just haven't yet. Um, so there's a lot of stuff I want to work on, but all in due time, there's no race. Uh, there's no need to put a lot of pressure on myself. It will come. I just need to stay consistent and I'm so proud of my, my level of consistency. So anyways, thank you guys so much for hearing out today's podcast and I'll catch you guys all manana. Peace. Make sure to vote tomorrow if you haven't voted. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Peace.